This is Words That Move Me, the podcast where movers and shakers like you get the information and inspiration you need to navigate your creative career with clarity and confidence. I am your host, Master Mover, Dana Wilson. And if you're someone that loves to learn, laugh, and is looking to rewrite the starving artist story, then sit tight, but don't stop moving, because you're in the right place. Oh my goodness, my friends. Hello. Welcome to a bonus episode. Look at this. It's not even Wednesday. I'll tell you what it is, though. If you're listening to this episode on the day of its release, it is Christmas Eve, and I spent the last 30 minutes looking for some jingle bells around the house so that I could give a slightly more festive introduction to this episode. (laughs) Now, listen, I was not raised religious one way or any other. I am not a particularly religious person, but I do have a fair amount of faith in togetherness. I am fairly optimistic that togetherness, in close proximity, will get to happen someday out there, (laughs) somewhere over the rainbow. And also, it turns out I am a person that has a fondness for tradition and holiday nostalgia. And I do not mean pumpkin spice lattes for the record. I think pumpkin spice lattes are rude. I think they are offensive to pumpkins and offensive to lattes. I am sorry to a very large number of people who I may have just offended. I understand. I get it. I just, I simply, I am not a pumpkin spice person. Okay. Anywho, (laughs) now that I've offended you and your taste buds, I've decided to create this bonus episode for two reasons. Number one, because I think that this holiday season is an extra special one. There are likely to be more empty chairs than usual. There is likely to be much less togetherness than usual. And because I don't want anybody to feel alone today or this holiday season in general. So here I am with you (laughs) this holiday season or some other day season. (laughs) I I really also, I want to tell you myself as well, that many of our together traditions can still be really awesome, even when we are less together. And my number two reason for creating this podcast, okay, fine, it's like number 14 reason for creating this podcast, is because I really, really want to share my new favorite version of Blue Christmas, which is sung by my dear friend Liv, a rising star, and indeed a very bright spot on my 2020. But in true Christmas and holiday spirit, you have to be patient. You have to wait till the end of the episode. Okay, so speaking of patience, um, (laughs) or lack of impatience in my case, I recall like it was yesterday raiding my house for presents the days before Christmas. I remembered this feeling because I was looking for jingle bells or like music makers. I even tried grabbing a salt shaker to see if if I used it in front of my microphone, if it would have a similar effect. (laughs) It didn't. But anyways, as a young one, I, I I could not help myself. I remember years where I even told myself, like, I want to be surprised. I'm not going to peek. Raiding my house, trying to find my Christmas presents. Am I alone? <laughs> um, I also remember, oh, this is dear, pretending to be Clara and sleeping with a nutcracker, like an actual wooden nutcracker, which is actually very 
uncomfortable. <laughs> I know I'm not the only one there. I know I'm not the only dance type who pretended to be Clara when they were young. Um, let's see. I, I, I also remember being very small and full of butterflies looking out my bedroom window for sleigh tracks or hoof prints all throughout the night on Christmas Eve. I would like wake up every 20 minutes and look out my window. Um, by the way, my, my window had this very particular view of the roof. I was, yeah. Okay, great. I also remember getting a similar type of excitement when I came downstairs and saw mimosas and my brother's famous coffee cake on the table for breakfast. That was in very recent years, actually. <laughs> but seriously, that's the type of tradition I'm talking about. So thank you, Scott. Thank you, Shelley, for the coffee cake. That did not go unnoticed. I am ever so grateful. My family... It was one for strange holiday traditions, too. I'll go ahead and lay this one on you. Full honesty, full transparency here. That's the nature of the pod. One of my family's traditions is to watch all three Lord of the Rings films back to back. Now, I know what you're thinking. That is a lot of Tolkien. And you actually have no idea because I failed to mention that we watched the director's edits. Yes, that is a lot of Tolkien. That is a lot of Peter Jackson. In fact, that is exactly 11 hours and 26 minutes of Peter Jackson, <laughs> to be exact. That's a lot of Middle Earth, and I am so here for it. Anyways, some people think of Christmas when they hear Jingle Bells or Mariah Carey. I think of Christmas when I hear the Lord of the Rings theme and the sound of ring wraiths screeching. <laughs> Okay, and we're back. Um, I think it's very interesting to hear about different family traditions, odd family traditions, traditions from all over the world. I know that some families go caroling. Some families have bonfires. Some families have big open roasts, like pig roasts and other roasts. Um, that's a thing in Hawaii for sure. Probably nobody in New York City listening right now is having an outdoor roast. Um, some families go out all out. Some families go all out. Whoa. Some families go all out decorating indoors and out. Um, I know some families that do matching pajamas. My family tried to be that family for a little while. It didn't catch on so much. Um, but I am. I'm so curious to hear what your special holiday traditions are. I really mean it. I'm curious. And if it would make you smile to write those out and send me a little note, please feel free. Go ahead and write me at Words That Move Me Podcast on Instagram. Or if you're feeling like you'd like to give me more than several sentences, then you know what? I'm going to go ahead and open that up to an email opportunity. That's WTMMpodcast at gmail.com. I do think that writing to friends like good old-fashioned letters or, you know, I'll accept a holiday card. Writing to friends is, is a holiday tradition that I would like to adopt maybe next year and years forward. I've never been a greeting card sender type um, until the podcast actually have been sending thank you notes to those who join the patreon community and our up and coming new membership community so much fun yeah i think i think that's i think this is me committing to becoming a person that sends cards around the holidays um oh i do have another odd holiday tradition maybe not so odd i can't wait to find out if i share this with anyone i'm i we need to talk okay I have to mention this one because I only just barely caught it on the fringes of my most distant memories a few days ago. I could barely even remember the name of this 
radio broadcast show that my family listened to. Like we listened to it on cassette tape, but I believe it originated as a as a radio broadcast show. Um, and we listened to it most nights leading up to Christmas. The program was called The Cinnamon Bear. Is this ringing any cinnamon bells for anyone? Um, we, we listened to these tapes. Like, I was listening in the late 80s and early 90s, but turns out the first broadcast of The Cinnamon Bear aired in 1937. Whoa. Um, I was able to find the whole entire series on YouTube, by the way. And let me tell you what, if you happen to be alone for the holidays or if you happen to be with a bunch of people who just have a bunch of time on your hands, I highly recommend digging into this throwback thrill. Please go check out the show notes of this episode. I will absolutely be linking to the Cinnamon Bear series now on YouTube. Um, The Cinnamon Bear Saga is a... Uh, I guess I would call it a story of a slightly Irish singing cinnamon bear and two twins, well, one set of twins, two actual twins, Judy and Jimmy Barton, and their adventure to find the silver star that tops their Christmas tree. Like, they go into the attic and they have to find the star and they find the cinnamon bear that sings. It's incredible. Every single one on the radio program speaks like Judy Garland from The Wizard of Oz, so... It's definitely a vibe. Um, I don't think I knew this at the time either, but the show was designed to be listened to six days a week between Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Eve. Um, altogether, that is probably quite long, actually. Each episode is probably 15 minutes long. But still, it's not even equivalent to The Fellowship of the Ring, which, by the way, is the shortest of the trilogy, um, coming in at a whopping, like, 208 minutes, I think. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure I'm in the ballpark. Anyways... The Cinnamon Bear story is beautiful, and I, I I actually listened to a couple of episodes and was surprised at how my imagination seemed to work the same as it did when I was a kid. Like, I remembered visions that I had as a kid. It wasn't a TV show. It wasn't a movie. I, I dreamed up what that world looked like. And I saw it again as an adult, and it was just the coolest thing. I am so wondering if any of you guys listened to The Cinnamon Bear, and if you might have a similar response um, if you catch a listen to it again now as as a more grown-up type. Anyways, at very least, you will for sure get into the opening theme. I almost cried when I heard it again a few days ago. Um, but the story really is an adventure. It is quite exciting. Oh my god. I just had a realization. Ha! <laughs> There are dragons in both stories. Holy smokes. Yes, the Lord of the Rings has dragons, and the cinnamon bear also holiday dragons. If that tells you anything about my family and our sense of drama, (laughs) there you go. All right, so I listened to some cinnamon bear. I made hot toddies. I've baked some cookies. I currently am standing in a fuzzy robe and fuzzy slippers as I talk to you in my microphone right now. I'm about to get into my Lord of the Rings, but what I would really love to do on this Christmas Eve of 2020 and every single day from here on out after that (laughs) is gift you this thought. It is not the things that you do or wear or eat that make a holiday cheerful or bright or blue for that matter. It's what you choose to think about it. So 
You could choose to think that this is the worst Christmas and holiday season ever, and it probably will be. Or you could choose to think that this holiday is odd and different and might still be awesome. And it just might be. Especially if Lord of the Rings and the Cinnamon Bear have anything to do with it. Today, I am choosing to think that I am loved and I love you. And there is nothing that you can do about that. So there. Mm, I just stuck my tongue out at the microphone. It's true. I love you. Thank you so much for being here, listening to this podcast and other episodes, hopefully, <laughs> to get a taste for what Words That Move Me is really about. But still, I thank you, and I do love you. And speaking of love, I'm about to go get my Lord of the Rings on, and you are about to get an earful of holiday blues in the best possible way. This is me wishing you not a happy, not a sad, but a very full holiday season. And this is Live with Blue Christmas. Enjoy. I love a blue Christmas without you. I'll be so blue just thinking about you. Smoke.